Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God, both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. In our current series called Stop Filling Old Shoes, we've discussed the bondage that so many people live in concerning their professional life and career. Many are in jobs because they feel an obligation from both family and friends, settling for just making a paycheck and not pursuing their God-given desires. Each day, they do their best to fill the big shoes of their family and then meet the vocational expectations of those around them. As we continue in this series, I want to look at how God took some everyday people just like you and I and took them from one career and transformed them into their destiny job. I want us to look for patterns in these scriptures and then examine how these patterns apply to our lives when we're faced with changing our careers to follow Christ. Some of the best examples of these biblical characters that went from one career to another are in fact the disciples of Christ. As you'll remember, four of the 12 disciples were professional fishermen by trade. Now these guys were equipped with boats and nets, rigging, and even workforce. These four were not weekend warrior fishermen. In fact, their business appears to have been a multi-generational fishing business, and that's according to scripture. Now let's think about it. As children, the disciples went out onto the water with their father and maybe some uncles or cousins and learned the art of fishing. From learning net casting to net mending, learning how to chum up the waters and even set bait, these young men were taught to run a business by catching fish. Again, this type of fishing was not for recreation, it was for revenue. This was a family business and one that they would take over one day. Then one day, something happened that changed their careers and would affect change the rest of the world. Let's pick it up in Luke chapter 5, verse 3 through 11. Jesus got into the boat belonging to Simon and asked him to put it out a little from the shore. And sitting down, he taught the people from the boat. When Jesus finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Master, replied Simon, We have worked hard all night without catching anything. But because you say to go out and do this, we'll let down our nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to tear. They signaled for their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came, filled up their boats, so much so that they began to sink. When Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and he says, Go away from me, Lord, because I'm a sinful man. For he and his companions were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so too were his fishing partners, James and John, also known as the sons of Zebedee. Don't be afraid, said Jesus. From now on, you will catch men. And when they had brought their boats ashore, it says that Peter, James, John, and Andrew all left everything and followed him. My friend, there is so much to unpack here, but let's look at a few points and see how this relates to us. First thing, Jesus related to them by helping them with their current career. As we just read, the fishermen hadn't caught anything. They knew what they were doing and they had the fishing skills and were not lacking in anything, not to mention the disciples had the tools that they needed to be successful. However, despite having all of this, they were unsuccessful. When Jesus fully engaged with them, he talked with them about how their job was going and the disciples responded to him how lousy it had been the previous night. It hadn't gone well and they hadn't even caught a fish. Take an opportunity to bless them for using their fishing vessel as a makeshift platform to minister to the crowds Jesus gave them some much-needed career direction, as we can call it. He said, go back out, go deep, and get ready. Like the disciples, when we make Jesus the Lord of our lives, he will engage us really about every aspect of our lives, including our careers. 
When he talks with us about our vocations, he listens to our experiences, good, bad, and indifferent. And because he loves us and wants to engage with us where we're at, he'll listen to us and he'll help us along the way. He demonstrated that he could provide for them where they were at while they were in their current career. This is such a vital point, and we really need to understand this, especially when it comes to job transitions. When Jesus told Peter to cast their nets on the other side of the boat, Jesus knew what would happen. However, Peter, Andrew, James, and John, they didn't have a clue. Knowing that these guys were pretty much face value kind of people, Jesus provided for them in a way that showed them that he could take care of them and their needs and provide enough for those around them, including their family. Again, this is such a crucial point in regards to when it comes to career change for us. While there will be a day that God will bring you to a new role, he will first have to present experiences that demonstrate that he can provide for you through your current career. These experiences are like the building blocks that you learn from and grow on. This brings us to our last point. We'll find this a few chapters away in Luke 9, verses 12 through 17. Let me read it to you. As the day neared its end, the twelve came to Jesus and said, Dismiss the crowds, so that they can go into the surrounding villages and countryside for lodging and provisions, for we are in a desolate place here. But Jesus said to the disciples, You give them something to eat. The disciples replied, We have only five loaves of bread and two fishes. And they answered, Unless we go and buy for all these people, which were about five thousand. However, Jesus stopped them and told his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about fifty each. They did so, and everyone was seated. Taking five loaves and the two fish, Jesus looked up to heaven and spoke a blessing and broke them. And when he gave them to his disciples and set them before his people, they all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up the twelve baskets of broken pieces that were left over. A few chapters before we read uh, this experience, Jesus demonstrated to Peter, Andrew, James, and John that he could provide really for them in their current line of work using their current tools and skills to catch fish. Now in this chapter, while fish is still very much involved, Jesus showed them that he didn't need for them to pay for the fish or go in town to buy any food. He doesn't need their fishing setup and expertise to bring in fish. This brings us to our last point. Point number three. After Jesus showed the disciples that he could provide through their employment with their skill sets, next, Jesus showed that he could provide for them outside of their fishing career. He had something greater planned, and that was to bring spiritual maturity to his disciples. He would now show them a miraculous provision, one that they needed, frankly, so that they could mature their faith and also understand who Jesus really is and what he's capable of. As Jesus did with Peter, Andrew, James, and John, he will prove to us in like manner that he can provide for us by means outside of our career. As the Bible says in Psalm 84, 7, they go from strength to strength until each appears before God. In like manner, we too must grow step by step in understanding that God can provide for us even outside the comfort of our current job situation. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.